King and Yates, they bridging the gap From the US to Dubai, put pins on the map Ball is life and that's a fact And a ball is life, about that exact King and Yates, they bridging the gap From the US to Dubai, put pins on the map There's a time to score and a time to assist Ain't no YN team, let the winning commence From generation to generation, game don't stop The new and old school got the game on lock it's all legendary, it's all necessary We all been all-stars before February And after that, King and Gates after Rex Yes, sir, BTG Nation We are back Oh, listen, he's not done yet Back in action, you know what it is Listen, they, they, they bridging the gap They bridging the gap they, they Yes, sir Listen, they, they, they bridging the gap they bridging the gap. They, they. That's not how he sounds when he's talking to the commissioner. <laughs> Everybody getting on my man KG for that. KG got some sense. You know what I'm saying? He trying to keep it composed, keep it cool, so he can get back there. You know, KG don't want another fine. You know, he can get another tech. So, BTG Nation, what's up, man? Your young OG here, A Yates on Instagram, Ryan Yates. I'm here with the OG Triple OG JK, Drew Park. Live on air, live in Dubai. You guys see, he got a little different bucket on today. He came with the woo. It's the, <laughs> that's the woo energy, man. That's the camo. Mm -hmm. you, this we, is LL. This this L, oh, yeah. Cause, before them. It's because it's a little bit tighter. Different sizes yeah. and bucket hats, too. You guys got to start getting the correct ones. You got to give a bucket hat breakdown, OG. Well, you know, the the original bucket, which I got on right now, yeah. is a little bit tighter. And I yeah. only brought it out because we had one of our youngins wear one past Saturday. Was that Saturday or Sunday? It was, it was Saturday. Saturday. And his was way too small. Yeah. And I, I have a large head, so mine is look, looks small too, but it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? It looked like a, like a pin top. Yeah, that, that looked crazy. <laughs> and he like six fold too. Yeah. So, so it looked bad. And he got hair. Yeah, you got a lot of hair. Yeah. So the ones I normally wear, everybody sees real floppy, is the boonie bucket hats mm -hmm. you know what I'm that the military wears. Safari energy. Yeah. So, and plus, it's a little bit wider brim for the heat, you know, True. for the sun. So, you know. True. And we but I, wore, I brought this one out, though, because just for him. Yeah. No matter how much, how many uh, people make fun of me, I brought it out for him. Marley. Yeah. It's for you, Marley. Yeah, man. Coach Mike, he might give you that one so you can stop looking all crazy, <laughs> man. Well, shout out to that. But um, you guys know how it is. Hoop Mountain Dubai, Hoop Mountain DXB, Hoop Mountain AE. Man, we are growing. We are growing, and it is a beautiful thing to watch. Like, um, shout out to shout out to Young Bread either too, doing some good things on the video. Got some people looking and a little awareness growing. Man, King, where are we at with it right now? We in the fourth quarter. Three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Maybe about four minutes left in the fourth. Yeah, we, we wind it down for sure. Yeah, yeah. We gotta take the right shot. Don't turn the ball over. Yeah. How you feeling though? Like mental check, everything. Cause we at the end, so we gotta check in and all that good stuff. Tell me what's up. I mean, just being honest, because we are at the end with with so much going on and and um, so much we have to get done in a short period of time. I'm exhausted, man. Man, mentally, physically, and emotionally. No exaggeration. Yep, I'm I'm exhausted. No exaggeration. You know, um, this is like the. And we got to talk about it later too, business wise. But it's always so much you got to do at the end of the year to close and then to prepare for next year. Yeah. If right. you care about what you do. Yeah, that's facts, right? Unless you're like some people who are just trying to survive. 
Right. <laughs> and just waking up trying to survive. And so we don't want to live like that. But I'm doing all right, too. You know, wifey's still doing well. Baby boy is eating way more now than he was at the beginning. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how this works, man. But I'm, I'm excited to see those things. But... I gotta, I gotta listen to the, I gotta listen to the people, King. People told me I need to give us the mix a little bit earlier. Mm, All right, okay. I gotta give the mix a little bit earlier. OG, this one for you. This whole eleven minutes that we about to break down. Man, eleven minutes. It's okay. eleven minutes. This whole eleven minutes is for you. Okay. It's for your era. It's for your folks. This is a, this is paying homage. This is to you guys right here. And so, okay. our audio listeners, you know what time it is. It's the Lee Bueller mix, the BTG mix. Trying to give you a vibe. Everybody that's on 95, everybody that might be on 310, wherever you're driving out on the highway, it's time. Put the windows down, turn the music up, put the kids away. It, 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 listen, they, they, they bridging the gap. They bridging the gap. They, they Man, she didn't got serious. Man. New exclusive. What we oh, doing? shit. What we doing? Time has come. My man! We gotta expand. What we oh, doing? Shit. What we doing? Whole operation. <laughs> Distribution. Two, two, New York. Yeah. Chicago. I'm sorry, YouTube, but this ain't for you. We gotta set our own Champagne wishes of caviar dreams A team that's sitting cream With shells of fish gels from triple beams I gleam living a life for rally Packing 50 galleys Rocking lizard valleys While we do a drug deal in a dark alley Up in casinos Just me and my Dino Primo Pushing Bimos Then Pauly and Reno With two fly Latinos Nas, he runs the whole staff We count math for steam baths We've seen half a milli Jackson out there on the Queen's half Three uh. major players Getting papers by the layers And those that portray us on the block They rock like Damadeus Fingers be used to shoot the targets Two lives the darkest Front on the drug market Body see rolled up in the carpet Those are cheaters trying to beat us We got hookers with heaters That'll straight popping But more shows in your top Than Adidas The leaders looking straight to me And our Giorgio Armani's You want to harm me And now you got to come Get through a whole army The Cielo Rollers Monty Bola Sipping Bola Hole in that payola Slinging the coke without the cola Me and Black don't fake jobs But we might sling one It ain't no shame in our game We do our thing, son Living a fast life A fast car Come on, King Everywhere we go People know who we are A team from out of Queens Tell your people to look out I, I bumped that on the way here. I think we batting a hundred. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh huh. Who that? Nasir. <laughs> Shootouts and liquor stores, a perpendicular angle of the clout war. Police searching up my Lexo, but who's petrol? My tech blows straight off the roof to test your respect over. Don't respect me. It got me handcuffed to rough life. I just be up nights, breathing with scuff nights. Pull my beers, good my morning. <laughs> These years, I got their names in my swears. Robert uh. Cristal, like it's my first child. Liquor shots, holiday style. Rock and steel sweaters, wallaby down. 24 carats, counting cabbage like the Arabs. The marriage of mm. me and the mic is just like magic. Elegant performance, bubble legs full assurance, guzzling gunners, shooting, catching cases concurrent. It's nice, 700 Nasty. Size. We on the rise, me and G get our wise guys. The Luciano, Frankie Yeo, Bugsy Siegel. Green papers with eagles from a trade that's illegal. Come on. Get this money. Fast 
Shout out to you, Lee. Let's go. I need some lip gloss right now for my lips like LL. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Hey, this is just for you, OG. Tell your, tell your old heads they like gotta get on. Kids. We used to play in the streets, never worrying about grief. Football spelled relief. Ronnie Reed, he was Come on, force. man. See, he taught us to play. Almost every single day, okay. Now I'll never dream was Larry and Mike and Law. My cousin Boo lived there too, just to name a few was shot. Bone, he's bad to the bone, blues little sidekick. And a badass mouthpiece of vice in a hard Straight summer music, right here. I, I know it. Straight summer music. And then comes Tommy and Cedric, Lamar and Greg. Unique in our own right. At times we fight, but that's side still. Not realizing we had love to show when we played. The phony charades against one another. Now while I write this song. It's like some are still alive and a couple are gone. <laughs> this is a history lesson for you guys out there. Don't just take this lightly. We ain't just playing music, we bridging the gap. Come on. Come on. Hey look, I got you, kid. Come on, man. What we oh, doing? Shit. What we doing? Hit me the group home beat. <laughs> Come on, though. Oh go. shit! Right? Come on. I told him what he needed, right? My life story simply didn't let but blew my chance. Mom, Yo, that's my playlist. <laughs> that's my playlist, man. Only people my age know about group home. Open it up. Group home, one of the hardest names too. <laughs> you really. Man, you on my playlist, man. Take my brothers out of state and try to make some ends meet. First destination, Texas, and it's just like that. Making moves with my brothers and there's no turning back. We got dirty six grams on the scale right now. Getting ready with my brothers, time to break this shit down. I'm not about killing my people, but you know how it go. Work with me, not against me, and we'll make mad dope. When my co defender that when I break down, look back. Hold me back and give me love, and now I'm giving it back. Talk to me. sound from the street, and it's just so sweet. My living proof life story, let me break it in peace. Yo, I rock on the block. With the real hip hop as you start to clock and josh Yo, I'm coming off with mad rage 18 and hitting the real stage But don't worry about me cause I'm making it And if I can't have it then I'm taking it That's how it is cause I'm living trife Where's my life? Take a chance with your life Rappers decapitate Shout out to mom she said this is real music When I penetrate Go for the one when I say rave A hit man for hire and I wanna get Damn, we only halfway through, King. You ready? More money is made and that's the family trade. See, I make moves and tell what's the truth. That's why I'm here to be living proof. Here you go. Real Come on. Look, 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 look. What we doing? What we doing? Another Google one. Don't worry, I got the playlist coming. Straight from the cellar, Pharrell, 
I just fell in love with hip hop again. I'm back. I'm Jonesy. Wake it up. Everybody on the parkway, slow down. Slow down. Well, if you're, if you're in traffic right now, you're really blessed. Yeah, you bumping. This is far better than the radio. Listen. We'll get you some breakfast. Take an extra detour today. We got four more minutes with you. Let's rock. There you go. What we doing? What we doing? Come on, we might gotta get Lee on tour. Man, I don't care what the algorithm says. Make my songs for a minute. It's a history lesson for everybody. Rappers don't read the dictionary anymore. <laughs> Let's drop the dictionary out here somewhere. Come on. Come on, no wasted bars. Keep flowing. Real questions. Real questions. Jim hats, but now it's Uzi's Max and G packs 
of cracks. Everybody psyched up on some type of good fellow. But me, I keep it real. That's all swan like jello. It's so vivid. And I can't stand more. Never receive currency for moving a kilo. Or an ounce. Make them bounce to this fake pimp free flow. That's news from the ghetto, man. Confessed in stereo. Or on video, get caught. You know who CNN couldn't tell it better, man. Confession and fingerprints. Mama always said, watch what comes out your mouth. Tight case for the DA from here to down south. Now let's get them understanding like King Solomon's well. You're a player, but only because you be playing yourself. With all that big willy talk, hot, you're playing yourself. With all that big gun talk, rock, you're playing yourself. With all that rah, 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 you're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. Music like this still matters, y'all. Don't let them tell you otherwise. Feed us. Feed us. Playing yourself with all that big willy talk, hot, you're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. Come on, we all done. I see. I got lost in it. Hold on. Mm, mm, mm. What we oh, doing? Shit. What we doing? Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, star time. Man, let's talk about it, King. Mm. And again, again, audio listeners, that was a that was eleven minutes of a history lesson. Not a wasted bar. You see, the mix was a little bit different today. <laughs> we ain't put too much in between. It just went bam, 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 bam. Dictionary King. I feel like I feel like I know for a fact that rappers used to go to the dictionary and just look up words and like try to get it together. Yeah, it it, it wasn't just about. Of course, everybody trying to get paid, but people really love their craft, though. You know what I'm saying? People were you know giving reports from the street from the hood. You know what I'm saying? People were teaching, you know, and just, you know, it, not only were you, you know what I'm saying, it was something that you could dance to, whatever, but it was just something you could learn from, man. That That's hip hop, man. You know what I'm different variations of hip hop, you know what I'm saying? No matter different regions or different um, storylines or whatever, but it was hip hop. And all of it sounded, how can I say it, like it flowed. Mm -hmm. They were singing to you. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that, the beats were incredible. Beats didn't sound the same. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like you know nobody tried to imitate one another. You couldn't, yeah. right? Because it wasn't so much that you could hear. You had to go in there and make it yourself because everything I mean, wasn't all over the place. That was disrespect to, to the game if you Facts. was biting somebody else. Though facts, that too, that too, that too. Man. Man, Lee, you did it again. And let me let y'all know. Let me let y'all know. We already got three and four coming. The next th two are coming, and I'm gonna just give you give you a little hint. We taking a trip. We taking a trip to a little different part of the world. We taking a trip. It's gonna be a real nice one because it's spring summer. We gotta match the energy, right? Um, speaking of that, playoffs, man. Yo, is it an earthquake going on in here? It's a little, some little noise. We might gotta. <laughs> what's shaking? Are they partying out here, but um, we, yeah, but we'll be good. So listen, last time we was on the pod, King, we talked about the Heat would close it out. Yeah, they didn't close it out when we got there, but thankfully they closed it out tonight. Last night, Game Seven, they got the the, the Celtics out of there. Ironically enough. And this is the same situation they were in last year. And um, Jimmy said something. Jimmy Butler said something that was pretty cool. He said, "You know, you get the same test until you keep until you pass it." Mm -hmm. And so I guess they passed this one. But 
Did you get a chance to look at any reviews or, or highlights or see any things about it? From from not nah, not from Game Seven because it was such a a blowout, and I kept hearing from different people that I trust saying that the Celtics quit. And that's what you heard. That's what I what, heard. What, what, what's the breakdown that the streets is giving you? That's that's something interesting because the streets is because I watched. I got up and watched it because you know, baby boy, up at all times. So I got up and I watched it. I caught it midway through the second, and then I watched the rest of it. So what was you hearing from the streets? Yeah, just just that the Celtics didn't put up. You know, once they got down, they didn't put up a fight, and uh, you know, it was no chance in them coming back just because the usual suspects, whether they didn't have a good game or they just didn't have the right mindset to try to make a run at it. You know yeah. I mean? I mean, if you watch the post game of the um, the game that game six, Spostra said, I don't know, I don't, this is just how basketball is, but we, we, we will figure it out. We will figure it out and we will get it done next game. You don't hear Spostra make statements like that yeah, after right. a game. Like he's like, no, we gonna get it done. This is a wild one. This was a tough one. Hats off to them for fighting through it. But we will get it done next game. And they carried that energy walking into there. And it wasn't just um, Jimmy Butler. Of course, he had twenty eight. He won um, Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Which it was another cat that I was hooking. Caleb Martin. He was he was tortured. But King, it wasn't. It's it's the one of those things to where it's like okay. He's gonna get paid. Somebody gonna give him a bigger role. Like he was looking like somebody that needed to be what Troy Brown is supposed to be. With those wing guys, he was cooking. Max Struess was cooking. Gabe Vincent was doing all those things. Um, Bam was struggling offensively, but we'll get to Bam in a minute because they're trying to kill him. But we got to start with let's start with the losing team. Let's start with the Celtics, um, and let's start with, with with Coach because everybody's giving Coach a lot. Of, a flag. This whole playoff, they've been giving him a lot of flack. But I don't like the Celtics, so I ain't gonna, you know, everybody knows that's completely biased. But let's let's give a little love to to Joe. Listen, man, the, the cat is thirty four years old, and he's stepping into the to the first seat after coming after being, you know, basically in the second row. Mm-hmm. That that's a hell of a jump. I don't care who you are, you know. That's that's just that's like going from you know, making um, $50,000 a year to making $5 million million a year, you know, and all the responsibilities on you. And, um, you know, the expectations for the Celtics were, you know, go back to the finals or nothing. Yes. And um, so, hell, man, he did a hell of a job. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Leave leave him alone. I know he's a little little short with the media and things like that with the postgame. That's because, you know, Y'all be asking bullshit questions. Yeah, and every and every little thing he says is under a microscope. Yep. So if he says anything that this gives him a little bit of an angle for something, it's a wrap because it's Boston, right? Yep. And I have I have one of my boys ask me. He says, "So what does ownership do? If you're ownership for the Celtics, what do you do?" I said, "Ownership need to apologize. Right. <laughs> like you you made an emotional decision and ended up firing the coach that you guys needed." That's the coach that you needed this entire playoff, this entire season right. against Spo, especially. That's the coach that you needed. You fired him. After you fired him, Will Hardy goes to to, to Utah, and then in the middle of the season, Damon Stoudemire leaves and, and goes to Georgia Tech. So that that your core group is all broken up. Yep. You got a first time coach with championship expectation, with some players on the team that are older than her, him, <laughs> and Al Horford. 
And then now you expect him to, to figure out against these seasoned veterans. Even even Budenholzer, all those guys, those guys had been Darvin Ham, eleven year assistant before he was a head coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you expect from that? Yeah, he's gonna have some issues, but should he could it cost him his job? Listen, man, no, no, it shouldn't cost him his job because there were guys that uh, Spolster's beaten before that are veteran head coaches. You know what I'm saying? And so you, you got to give him some time, let him grow into the job, man. Yeah, <clears throat> but you know, after coach, we got to get to the two piece. Okay, we got to get to Jalen Brown and and Jason Tatum. Now, I am seeing people going crazy on Jalen Brown. I'm talking about Skip saying he got middle school handles. Other people I'm seeing saying he ain't good. Like, no, he don't deserve to be paid or he ain't as good as we thought, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, man. Whoa. I don't know how many times I've said this on here, but these people that are talking behind the computers that don't know anything, shut up. I'm just being real. Like, Jalen Brown's been a stud since he's got in since he arrived into the NBA. And they wouldn't have won three games in a row without him. Man, don't don't get on. it don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? He's a dog. On he's, both sides. He's gonna get paid. He deserves to get paid. And Boston needs to be lucky if he stays. Which he shouldn't and I don't think he will. But then you just think about it like the nerve of us basketball fans to say something like that because he had <clears throat> a rough game seven. Yeah, he deserved criticism for the way that he played. Right. He played terrible. Turned that thing over. Looked like a like a lost puppy, right? But LeBron has had those moments. We've seen James Harden do that multiple years, like five, six, seven years. I'm a Kobe fan. We've seen the pictures of Kobe. We've seen the videos of Kobe in Utah. We've seen the moments. We, we lost a game. We lost a series against Phoenix that we should have won. Right, we've seen Kareem, you've seen Maddie, you've seen Larry, you've seen MJ, you've seen everybody have those moments before. But when does that ever dictate or write the narrative for their entire career and how they play? It's stupid. First of all, the people you name are all-time greats. Mm-hmm. Is Jalen Brown good? Yes, he's not considered an all-time great, and you're giving mm-hmm. him you're giving him this much. Um, you know, what I'm saying flack right now. That's stupid, man. It's just stupid. It's, that's why the internet for me. It's great that you get so, so much information out there, but it gives too many idiots a voice. And that's the problem with the gambling. Because you know a lot of it is because he probably tricked up somebody's ticket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing to where it's like, if you understand game, that's how it go. And if you really know, you really know why he was out there making those wild passes and trying to figure out where it was going, it's because they were getting schemed the the zone that Miami was running, the attention to detail that all five of those guys had, everybody was scrambling, everybody had hands high, everybody was moving in space, and it looked like the Celtics just were not prepared for that. That's that's not having enough experience on the sideline to prepare you for. Yes, you got to perform as a player, but they were out there confused as Listen, hell. I'm, I'm not even going to just put it on coach. I'm just going to say them as a whole because yeah. cause the Heat have beaten – in the last three or four years, they've knocked teams out by playing zone before. The Man. Milwaukee Bucks got knocked out twice before they won the championship. It's because, you know, you think about 82 games during the season, everybody plays man-to-man. Yep. And so, you know what I'm saying, your natural ability can get you by if you got the better player. You know, you're playing up against the zone, everybody's got to be moving on the string. So it's a little different. Yep. You know, so that's on, that's on you as a pro as well. You know what I'm saying? As a pro, you shouldn't be um, – befuddled by a zone 
two yeah. or three nights in a row. That shouldn't happen, man. Yeah, that means you don't watch enough film. Yeah, yeah. that's what that is. That's preparation. That's really because with, with, with zones, that's film. That's film because what's what's they what they're going to do is is scripted basically. Well, you know how it's going to go. Well, discipline. It's, it's discipline, man. If you're not, if everybody's not moving on a string, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying with paint touches and kickouts and things like that. Then now everything is a one on one pull up for a three. You know, with a contested you know hand in your face instead of mm-hmm. it's in terms of moving the defense and, and shifting the ball side to side and, and hitting the gaps. That's that's on you, man. That's yeah. not. You know, that's everybody not being on the same page. Confidence being down and everything else. But shout out to Miami for that, you know? Yes. So we got to go to Jason Tatum next. Like I said, I've seen people say, look, Jason Tatum is a one-trick pony. He hasn't gotten better. Like, what else can he do? Blah, blah, blah. Kind of soft. I'm like, look, he turned his ankle on the very first play of the game. And we sit here and know you can't use that as an excuse because Victor Oladipo, Tyler Hero, Giannis, everybody uh, in the Knicks series, Jimmy Butler, twisted his ankle. But we saw, we know for sure that affects the performance, especially game seven. He tried to fight through that. But again, again, what are we looking at? I've seen people say he hasn't gotten better. He's not the guy that leads the franchise. Like, what's going on? This is this is the Eastern Conference Finals. Man, they just went to the finals <laughs> last year. Shut up. Some pops, too, man. And he's gotten better. He's gotten better. We just watched him put up a 50-point triple-double or something like that the other series. But now he's not good. One-trick pony. We got to stop that. We got to stop that. Listen, let's start giving let's start giving the heat to the players that really deserve it. Word. You mentioned James Harden. Word. He deserves it. Embiid. Embiid deserves it. You know what I'm saying? Those like, guys didn't show up. For sure. For Ka- Kawhi Leonard. You know, you, you win three games in a row, you you were showing up. Yeah, you were gritty. You were showing up. You know, you're bound to have one bad night. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to be that you had a bad night for one and an injury for the other. Hey. Shit happens. But, you know, finals prediction. I'm still sticking with Denver just because the Heat, trust me, they're resilient. They don't have anything for Joker, though. But this is the thing, too. Yo, this is the thing. I've been watching people talk uh, the last, last like, four hours. What Joker's going to do to Bam is going to set black history back. <laughs> Ten years. That's 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 the type of stuff that I'm seeing, King. <laughs> I don't even want to say like, like, like really. And a part of me feels like because Bam gets a big, big, big play because people think he's supposed to be more of an offensive player. He's supposed to be a, a better scorer, but that's not where his value is. All right? You talked about the last um, episode. You can put him at point guard. And really facilitate. It's his versatility. And, and versatility and consistency on the defensive end, right? And so while I'm not saying Bam is going to stop Joker from doing anything because he's not. Right now, Bam is the best – I mean, not Bam. Joker is the best player in the world. In the world. Right? In the world. In the world. But what I will say is he, with the scheme that Spolcher is going to put together, they can cause some trouble to make it harder. And they're going to stop him from doing anything, but they could cause some trouble to make it harder. Because one thing that nobody really, really wants Joker to do is to get everybody else involved. If you can have Joker going for 40 and only getting seven assists, 
that's a, that's a win. That's a win. Crazy as it sounds, crazy as it sounds, but if you watch and if Joker is focused on getting his 40 or if he has to do that because he can't get the others off, that's a successful play right there. So a lot of people are going to look and Joker's going to get his points. Joker's going to work for all of them too. But if he averages 40 this series, it's going to be historic numbers, but it's going to be what Miami wants. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, he's going to put up Wilt-like scoring numbers, but they're going to be happy with that, right? And you could probably break that down to even more of a understanding for people who think like, yo, I'm tripping. What is he talking about? Let, let him get his alone. <laughs> Don't allow him to get other people involved. That's the thing. If, you know, of course, you typically want someone else to beat you, not the usual suspects, the, the, which I mean by the, the stars from the other team. But in this situation, sometimes it's best just to let him do his thing mm -hmm. and, just, and just make sure that everybody else, you keep them to a minimum because to get to this point, he's been getting his and making sure everybody got theirs. Yeah. So you got, you got, to, take, you got to take one away. Yeah. So you're not going to take his – you're not going to stop him from getting 40 if he wants to get 40. But if you can minimize what he does in terms of facilitating the ball, you have, you have a better chance. Yeah. I, you know, I like it. I, you know, I actually think this one's going to go six. I think it's going to go six. I think I'm going to choose. I'm going to go seven. I'm going to go seven Denver. I'm going to go seven Denver. I'm going to go seven Denver. Yeah, I'm going to go seven Denver. Because I'm just thinking about um, what, what most people don't understand if they haven't played a game is that sometimes when you face-to-face -face with a competitor, some people do crumble. Right. Some people do intimidate other people. Some people do play a bit different, right? Like, I don't know if Michael Porter Jr. is going to hit the same shots against Miami that he did against us because they're going to be playing a little bit more physical. It's going to be a little bit more bump. It's going to be a little bit more talk. It's going to be from not just the players on the bench, too. It's going to be a little bit different. I mean, not, not even just the physicality, but just where they are in terms of crowding his space. Mm -hmm. Miami's going to be – whatever Spolstra has as the game plan – they are going to stick to it. And he's going to have to play defense too, yeah. right? Because they got those shooters running around. Like everybody's going to have to run around screens, cover that spot there. So I don't think it's going to be as easy as people are saying. that they, A lot of people talking sweep or gentleman sweep. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, you can't, yeah, you can't count Miami out like that. Because they're here yeah. playing. They had to win the second game of the play-in. AC, you know? So we'll see. But we're going to take a different turn right now, big dog. You know, it's it's getting to that summer, springtime. And, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend back at the crib. Yeah, I so, made a mistake about calling a couple of people thinking they was getting up for work. And, yeah, it happened all the time. Ruin their sleep, yeah. But they probably going to get lit later. <laughs> we had the cookouts. And so what we're going to do right now is we're going to do something big for Dubai. We're going to give a Dubai food review. That's right. Something we, we, this is what we do too. We eat a lot. We, we love food, but we see a lot of reviews going around of a lot of different foods. And sometimes y'all just be saying food is good just to be saying it's good. Right. Yeah. But we're going to come here with an honest review. Before you go any further, they be saying that's because the atmosphere is good. Mm. Just because the atmosphere is good. Nah. Just because the food may be expensive. Nah. No, it's got to be the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. And so, Dubai folks, we are here to give you the BTG's first food review. Man, <laughs> shit ain't got serious. 
right here live for Big T's Barbecue. All right. Now, first off, let's get the air horn. Shout out to Big T's Barbecue and now Cools, our guy Big T. We see you. We appreciate you. Love you. Now Love let's. Big T got a mic and and soundboard inside the kitchen too. What? Last time I went, Big T was on the soundboard going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is um, Big T's barbecue. That's something that we've actually been hearing about for a couple months before we actually went and got there. Yep. Shout out to our Hoop Mountain parents for putting this on. Yep. Several parents talked to us about it. Um, this is the closest thing to a barbecue from Texas like that we're going to get. Right. That we're gonna get, and so can you go ahead and break them down to what you ordered and how you how you mm -hmm. dealt with it, and how many times you went before we, you know, give his honest thing. I've, I've been there three times, and the the very first time, I got of course the cornbread, mac and cheese, potato salad. And you know, potato salad is always it's, questionable. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. Always questionable. I got the uh, I tried to get the turkey, but it was sold out. Um, but as I found out later, it wasn't the turkey that I'm looking for. But I got the um, uh, fried chicken, and I got the uh, the beef sausage. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, you got the fried chicken? I ain't get to hit the hit fried chicken time. yet. Yes, sir. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I got that, and um, that was it, man. And, you know, I, I went did you do something rocket. different than second and third? Second time, I got the uh, I got the beef sausage again, and I got the turkey this time. Mm -hmm. And the turkey, the turkey was a little dry. Okay, little okay, dry okay. Because you know, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the smoked turkey wings. Well, we we gonna get there. We are gonna give okay. him some suggestions after that. Okay. Next, we gonna get there. We are gonna get there. Okay. And so, yeah. so how would you, how would you rate your experience there? All right. So, if I'm gonna go one to ten, ten being excellent, one being you know um, subpar, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go nine. Oh yeah. Go nine, and I'm gonna go nine, primarily because we don't get that. Too often here, yeah. Like so, I got to give him nine for bringing it over. You got a smoker. You got the smoker. There's a smoker. That's the difference, right? And so for me, I went. I've been twice, yeah. Um, and I had to go back the second time because the wife loved it so much. Okay. And so I got the smoked turkey, and it was it was better. It was better this time around okay. too. Okay. And what I do like appreciate about Big T is that he tells you like, look, we make changes on yes. the go. Because before we got there, people were talking about how everything always sells out and there's never enough food. And the dope thing about him is he's building. We we know how that feels. So he's only open three days a week. Certain times, only open on the weekends because they're preparing food all week. Yeah. And when they sell out, they sell out, right? Um, and so I went and the brisket was sold out the first time yeah. and that's their bestseller. Yeah. Um, fried chicken was sold out, yeah. so I couldn't get that. And so I got the burnt ends. I got the the burger that they got. I got the smoked chicken, um, and then I got the beef sausage. Fire. Yeah. I got the mac and cheese, and I got the potato salad and the cornbread. Yeah. Now let's let's break this down because my wife and everybody knows the mac and cheese, the cornbread, and the potato salad. Those are staples in our culture, and especially in my household. <laughs> especially because whenever whenever we got an event back at the crib, anybody's friends or whatever, and we need potato salad. My mom is the one they call to do it. Right, the potato salad is is special. Even from when I was like nine, she was always potato salad designated. Right, mac and cheese, I got that. Cornbread is special, right? And so we we'll start with cornbread. Typically, I don't like when there's little pieces of corn inside it. Yeah, same here. But but 
But because we're so far away from home, yes. I'll deal with it. And it didn't take away from the normal consistency right. of the cornbread. Right. It was still fire. So, Big T, I'm going to say to you, I'm going to suggest to add a honey butter cornbread option. That's all I'm going to say. A honey butter cornbread option. You know what I'm saying? Take it how you leave it. I know that's something that mom does. It's those little cinnamon on it. But honey butter cornbread, drizzle that thing on there, takes it to another level. But I give that one an 8.5. Yeah. Potato salad. Potato salad for me, it was different because we usually do the, the mustard relish, sweet relish, mayonnaise, a couple other little things. But you did you did something with this one. It, it blended well. It had a little tanginess with it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The first time I went, it was a little just a little more bland, Yeah, but it was still good. Yeah. The second time, it definitely was a little tangy. It was a little tangier. It had it, it had its vibe with it. And so I'm giving that a seven and a half. I'm seven and a half. Um, mac and cheese, right? Now, I'm from a baked mac and cheese background. Like, you know, they call it a macaroni pie back in the day or whatever. And so I always lean towards it this way. So when I look at mac and cheese that only has um, just the cheese sauce, uh, it got to be banging flavor-wise. Right, right. And I see what you did. You added a little, like, jalapeno and stuff to give it that, that Texas Southwest kick. And I like it. I like it. It gets the job done, and it goes perfectly with the barbecue. And it wasn't like that the first time I got it. Yeah. The, the, the Mac changed a little bit too. Yeah. 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 And so for me, I was like, it, it goes with everything that I have here. I got a Charlie Bologna. Um, I heard the beef cheek is good too. Mm. The burnt ends, I loved it. <laughs> I loved the burnt ends. I was, I was happy about that. And so um, shout out to you, Big T. Shout out to you. Um, OG has one suggestion, though, and I think this will change because there's nowhere in the UAE that has this. Nowhere. And if you need suggestions on, you know, best way to do some things or whatever, let us know. But this is the one thing for you, Big T, that I think will make you not just the best barbecue spot in Dubai, but just the best cuisine in Dubai. Let them know what that one thing is. Smoked turkey wings, baby. Listen. Smoke. If, for those of you that don't know, a smoked turkey wing is almost like this size, right? Here. Man. It, it looks like somebody killed a dinosaur. Or even a smoked turkey leg. Yeah, you I, could, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, could yeah, do yeah. a leg, too. You could do a leg. And, man, that would really, really bring Texas and, and you know, the southern cuisine to the Middle East. That yeah. That's a game changer. Yes, and sir. And trust me, you won't be able to keep it in, in stock. No, sir. And if you don't, and if you need a reference... Turkey Leg Hut in Houston. <laughs> but, but listen, Big T, this, this is not the first or last time. You know, I talked to you about some other things before, too. Big T, if you're listening, we will be back. Yeah, we oh, love sure. it. Oh, for sure. We yeah. love it. i say one more thing. We need to throw some fried catfish in there. Ooh. We, we, listen, you're giving them too much. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I will say this, though, OG. I, one, of our, one of our followers, there's, there's a fish fry this weekend. In Abu Dhabi. What? It's a fish fry this weekend. Coach Lenny, Coach Lenny connected with it. It was a fish fry this weekend. With the fish, they got baked beans, potato salad, and something. It was a fish fry. From from Mama something. From Mama something. Auntie something. You know, it's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to send you the thing I saw. Because I had to go back three times when I saw it. I was like, fish fry? Baked beans? Listen. This is, this is where we're heading into. We're about to go. This is where this spring, summer stuff. This is why it all ties in. Because it's cookout season, King. 
It's cookout season, and we're here, and we can't have no cookouts. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. I, when, when we get to the point, we talked about it on the phone, when we get to the point where we can, you know, maneuver, do things we want, definitely throwing cookouts. Cookout our style. But you got to let them know what a cookout is. That's what we go. Everybody's gonna be saying barbecue. Yeah, let's let's because it's generational things. You start, and then I fill in the gaps where we change it. This is it's cookout season. This is what it looks like in the states where we're from. First, there's a lot of places here that say barbecue anyway. Yeah, just totally. And you go in there to get you know you thinking this stuff that you would have in the backyard, but they it's it's like a little kebab turned on. It ain't the same as you know. It's it's like. A cookout is the traditional family affair, mm-hmm. spring and summer. You know, you got 10 to 15, 20, 30 people, no, no matter how many you have, everybody brings something. And yeah. you, He'll repeat. <laughs> everybody brings something. Everybody brings something. Everybody brings something. But by, by saying that, everybody leaves with something. Yeah. Everybody yeah. leaves with something that they didn't bring. <laughs> and 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 that's where you get a chance where you get a you get to eat some of everybody's everybody's best dish. Yeah. Because nobody wants to be embarrassed. Because yeah. you know, typically in, in a black community, yeah, you will be called out yeah. in public if it ain't up the par. Yes. And that's the true definition of starting a cookout. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And and getting a chance to break bread together, laugh together, dance together, you know, and um, you know, have fun. And the cookout, the cookout, there are elements to the cookout, right? You you gotta go to the family member or friend whose house has a yard. <laughs> whose house got a yard, right? Who got enough space for you guys to grill. All right. Ideally that person will have a grill too. Yep. But sometimes they don't, and sometimes somebody gotta, gotta bring bring a, bring a grill I'm because one when I get back to the crib, summer. They gotta be a grill master on there. All right. And now typically the grill master is one of the uncles. Yeah. Right. And so they got the towel over the top and you watch them do different things over top of the grill, right? Sometimes some people using wood chips, some people using coal, some people using gas, yep. different little things, but it let you know what type of energy you got. And so you hear people say, you hear a coach say everybody brings a dish. It's not a potluck. <laughs> everybody brings a dish after they know what's already going to be there. Yes. So you fill in the gaps, yep. right? Oh, Nobody bringing any meat unless you bring in meat to be cooked. Yep. Right? So you can bring it, but you got to get there early enough. And so on this, everybody got different things that they put on the grill too, right, King, right, right? right? And so there's fish, right? Some some people do a grilled salmon. Yep. There's always hot dogs and burgers. Yep. Always got the glizzies. Always got those. You got the you got the chicken. Yep. The barbecue joints. Some with sauce. Some without the sauce. Right. What are some things that you've seen at a cookout, like food wise, that you were surprised that why is that shit even here? But then you're like, oh, I need that again. Probably, probably, probably fried shrimp. Mmm. Probably fried shrimp. I was like, mm. that's it. But when I was like, mmm. That's a that's a twist. Yeah, that's a twist. Yeah, and the person who brought it, of course, they were Cajun. Mm. And so another thing, right? Now the big thing with cookout, Ellie, listen here, right? Is the sides, right? So there's an assortment of sides. I'm just gonna ring off what I normally see, right? Deviled eggs. No, you don't know what that is. Deviled eggs. You should from from. UK. You know? Yeah. We, 
we we got to ask him how they make it though. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. So yeah, we got to get you around some stuff. Deviled eggs, potato salad. You might have a now you have a macaroni salad. All right, the macaroni salad is versatile. It might be a seafood macaroni. Yep. Might be a tuna macaroni. Right. I do that. Then you got a cold pasta salad. Right. Listen, listen carefully for some of you, because they say that my generation and some of the ones after us, we the ones that are supposed to be doing the cooking at the cookouts <laughs> and we'll know what to do. Right. And so we got potato salad. We got that. We got the rolls. We got the rolls. You got the good hamburger buns, but you got to get the ones where it's at least 30 in there at, at, at the minimum. So you got to be, you know. If you ain't being cheap, they got to be potato. Potato. Buns. Look, look. Yeah. He, he talking about them. And if you got the rolls, you got the Hawaiian sweet rolls. Yes. Ooh, yes. Sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you take sir. it from there, right? Am I missing any other side? Uh, well, of course. You didn't. We didn't get into the baked beans. Baked beans. We didn't get into the mac and cheese. Hold on, hold on. Go back to the baked beans, though, King. <laughs> because the baked beans is a clutch one. Because you don't grow up always liking the baked beans. Right, right. Right? The baked beans, a little bit different, though. Because you can get the canned ones and still spice them up. Yeah, but you, yeah, as long as you get them and they have like a tangy sauce. Talk you, about it. You're okay. Yeah, well, what do you add to the baked beans, though? Because sometimes people, this is where, this is how... This is what makes black people black people. Yeah. We'll get the Bush's baked beans. Yeah, for sure. I got then, some in the crib now. And then bake them again. Yeah. Well, we're not just putting it in the pot. Yeah. You add a... Yeah, a little tangy sauce and a little cinnamon. And a little cinnamon? Look, it's some, it's some, for some people, it's brown sugar brown or whatever. Sugar, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You add it up in there, right? Yeah. And then they go another one for you, the meatballs. Mm. Right, and so you do. Sometimes this is the secret to the meatball. OG, um, I shout out to RJ. Mom Dukes told us it's grape jelly. Mm. Right, so sometimes you don't even know the meatballs are a little sweet because they put a little jelly in the sauce and they ram it around. So the meatballs is one of those sides too. Right, mm. and so what, what? What else we missing? What we missing on there? Well, we didn't get into the sweet potatoes. Yeah, you candy can, yams. You cannot have mac mm. and cheese without candy yams. Yeah, I'm sorry. And we do have green beans with a smoked turkey neck yes. in there as well. Because and you because you gotta have some veggies, right? We talk oh, about sure. a lot of different things, those. right? Have those. Yeah. And so now we don't stop there. You got the drinks. Mm. I'll start with my side of drinks or what I drink, right? Okay. You got the big cooler. You got the assortments of Hawaiian punches. When you were young, you had the hugs, yeah. the huggy joints, yeah. red, blue, green, purple, right? 25 cents. Capri Suns in there, you know what I'm saying? For me, at this day and age, I need the San Pellegrino, <laughs> the orange one, the limon, yeah. you know, a little sparkling water. <laughs> For those growing up and didn't have much, Shasta. you know you had that Tampico. Yeah. Those of you know, I don't care how much ice you had, <laughs> Tampico would not warm. get cold. It's just still warm. It would not get. I don't care what you did. I don't know what it was in there, but it would not get cold. Rock Creek, mm, Rock, Rock Creek. Creek. You got the pineapple, mm. right? Or the RC if you're in the south mm. with the grape. RC cola. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got you got the different sodas. Now, if you're talking about having a cookout or a barbecue, whatever you want to call it, in the Midwest, you got. Pop. Okay, yeah. Fago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fago. Fago. Yeah. Red yeah. pop was my favorite. Yeah. yeah you got flavors. orange, grape, and you got, you know, the, so it's, it just depends where you are. And now they got adult drinks, right? How do you identify the adult drinks around the children? Red cups. Yep. <laughs> Red cups. You keep those in the house. Yep. <laughs> you keep those in the house away from everything yep. else. And there's always a red cup by your uncle that's cooking. Yes. 
Always. And it's never empty. Yep. If somebody designated to make sure the chef is always, his, his thirst is quenched. Yep. Right? And so now we get to what makes it a really, really big cultural gathering. Oh, hold on. Let me stop. Slow down for a second. Desserts are there too. Mm-hmm. We don't skip over. Right? And now for dessert, I'm a banana pudding fan. I know Coach King is not a banana pudding guy. But I'm a banana pudding fan. Mm-mm. And when Nana brings a banana pudding with them cookies on top, you know, there's various ways. You got the wafers in them. I'm in there like swimwear. Mm, come on. My favorite banana pudding right now is Magnolia Bakery. Though that shit get crazy. <laughs> but what you what you see at yours? You got to have the chocolate chip cookies. Yes. Oh, yeah. Gotta and they're cook- warm. Yes. All right? Yes. And sweet potato pie. Yeah. Yeah, and a couple of times you had some brownies sneaked in. Yeah. And then for the little ones, you always got to push pop or something. Oh, for sure. You always got the freeze pops out there, so the kids run around the freeze pops, right? But what goes down at the cookouts? Because, Illy, we stay at the cookout from about 12. If you get there early, and if you get there late, you probably come when the sun about to crack down, and you stay by about 2 a.m. Yeah. It's about 2 a.m. It's a family gathering, right? Every And some people leave and come back. Yeah, people definitely come back. <laughs> they sure. leave and come back, right? And when they say don't come empty-handed, that means you bring napkins, you bring cups, you bring trash bags if you ain't going to cook, right? All those little, they bring bug spray because we outside. Yep. But one of my things was spades. Mm. Wait, there's a spades table over there. And I hadn't, I didn't learn how to play spades for real until I got to college <laughs> and grad school, so I ain't touch it. <laughs> I ain't touch it. What else was you saying? Old heads doing? Man, it's dominoes, man. Dominoes. These are throwing bones. Dominoes. We got us. We got dominoes and cards in the house right now. Cause I'm trying to. I don't really know how to play dominoes like that though. But I want to. But I got the spades, two hand spades. I don't know. If, I don't know if I can teach Jamila how to play that. Mm, no. I don't know. If I, can, I don't know if we can do that but yet. The, but the main thing is, after everybody's eaten. And you're sitting around the table, and you got an assortment of drinks, mm-hmm. alcoholic beverages, mm-hmm. and the music's in the background, and everybody starts joining. Yeah. That's when it, <laughs> that's when it comes out right there. And we, damn, and we just had a fire mix, and we skipped over the music. Yeah. The music has errors based on the cook preparation and what time of the day it is. Early in the day, you might get some gospel. You might get some gospel, some old school gospel, some southern stuff. Then it start gradually going on to that looser. It, it's the cook. Yes, they got to make keep make sure that he or she is happy, so they're cooking right. But the overall playlist, whoever owns the house, yes sir, <laughs> whoever yes, sir. owns the house, and they got it going. They got it going. Yeah. And sometimes, and so so I'm excited about that though, because me and my guys we talk about like I even I be pressing Jameson. I'm like, yo, who gonna get on the grill? Like, which one of us going to be the grill guy? And so my guys at home, they already doing their thing. Shout out to RJ and James. They, you know, trying to figure out, you know, my boy said, I got the cinder wood block I put on the joint and I cooked the salmon there and everything. I smoke it. And so I'm excited for that era. Like, that's what I want to do with my free time, King. I want to go, I want to go buy a damn grill and then get excited about it. Matter of fact, I walked, I walked in the car for and I'm walking in there, and I think I was there to get something for a shootout or something like that. Um, and I, I walked past the little aisle where they got their appliances at. And all the TVs is on sale, so I'm like, damn, this is yeah. good. And I walked past an air fryer grill 
Like it's a grill and an air fryer. Like one of you can put it in the house. Walked past it twice. Came back. I said, what? Like, and I was already like, I wasn't on the air fryer wave like most people. I was like, man, get that shit out of here. But slowly, you know what I'm saying? I got into it. It's real deal, holy field. Real deal. So now we need a bigger one. And then I want a little grill, like a former joint type thing. Because, you know, sometimes I just want to throw my burger on there. Just or just burn it. You know what I'm saying? You exactly. Just want to put it on there. And I couldn't. I wasn't finding nothing. So when I walked past and I see the two in one. And it was looking like, it looking like it could do some things. I was like, yo, what's going on here? I was like, I've reached that point in life. It's real deal now, man. So the, that air fryer grill, I'm a different life when the appliances start to excite you. Now you know, now you know. <laughs> I'm at, you know, you're, you're just getting into that stage. I'm in that stage now for a cookout. I got to end with a good cigar. I'm with you on that, though. Okay, okay. No, you, you, you know, I'm I'm, I'm the old head because, yeah. like, yeah. a great cigar. Yeah. And you take the cigar to the corner where there's no women and no children. <laughs> so it's probably going to go be you and like two other people there. Yeah. That's the one. Shout out to Uncle Ro. Uncle Ro, I got my section right here, and you leave all the little ends right here, and I come back to get those later. That ain't nothing bad. I actually just saw somebody had a Cohiba event around here. Mm. Yeah, listen, Cohiba, any of you guys, um, we are a distinguished gentleman podcast. We do it all. <laughs> we love, we, it. We love it all, man. We love it all. You know, you know what else is funny, King? You know what it is that I've been like telling myself I gotta get. This is how I know I'm here for home and I'm here for good. A toolbox. I need some good tools. Mm, I already got one. This, this, I, I had one since we got here. But but you know like like this is the type of little things that you notice where you get to a different space in life, right? And like at home, I got a little something. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't I wasn't settling my roots down anywhere. Well, I need some tools. I need a power. I need some. I need some heavy duty joints that I ain't even got no need for it at the moment. But as a man, I just gotta have it. Yeah, <laughs> I just got to that space. Yeah. You gotta have it. Listen closely. We're going back to cooking on the grill. We're going back to having tools. Yeah. I ain't really trying to change no tires though. It's too hot yeah, out here. I that. know, but you gotta. <laughs> but you gotta. You you halfway. <clears throat> You halfway between Dubai and LA, and something. Yeah, happens. yeah. You, know what I'm saying? you gotta, you gotta know how to do it. You gotta pump it. You gotta mm-hmm. pump it. You know, you know what's one thing that this is. This wasn't even on the topic list, right? But it's part of my summer memories thing, right? There's one I was telling Illy, and I was telling my wife too, and I'm excited about it for when Rashad gets older. Washing my car. And now most people around here be like, "What are you talking about? Why do you wash your own car?" But I was telling, like, I remember Unc telling me about when he was in college where before the weekend he would wash everybody's car to get an extra 15, 20 or whatever. But when he was washing his car in college, you got, have you got a car in college? Mm-hmm. He said, you on the lawn, sun's out, you washing your joint with the tunes playing, everybody riding by, seeing, like, this is a different energy. It's different energy. And then it's therapeutic. Like, I used to go to the car wash on a Saturday right before, right after I got my hair cut. And I used to watch my Lexus when I still had it. Hoes standing there, music playing. I got the little infused. Like, different, different. I miss that. That's what's called pride and ownership, man. Man, they don't. But they, tell them about that car wash. Tell them how you used to get the car washed on the Mazda, too. Because I used to do that to the grandma key, too. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's 
old I'm old school. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It was time to wash the car. You know, you started washing the car, you started washing your parents' car first. My dad, you know, he'd always have slick stuff, but you know what I'm saying? He never washed it, he made me wash it. And so when I first got mine, you know, get you get a bucket. <laughs> You ain't have no, towels you, you didn't have sprayed. any car, you, you dish detergent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You had an old towel, you had your music out there, you know what I'm saying? Even though it was a piece of junk, it was your piece of junk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you had the music bumping, and because you were one of the only people in the area with a car, you were the center of attraction. Listen. You know what I'm saying? Listen. So, you know, everybody's like, dang, you know, you got your, you clean it up, what you about to do tonight? You know what Listen. I'm saying? So people were curious, so it was a, not only a pride, you know, of ownership type thing, but also like, you know, public curiosity Come in terms on. of what's what's going on in your social life. Listen, but King, what's the cherry on top? What what goes on the whip or in the whip when the, the, everything is done? It's like, yeah, this is it. Oh yeah, smell goods in there. Which which, which one though? Oh, you know, I got the 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 black the black the, ice. I got it in the car. <laughs> I got it in the car right now. The, the I, black, bought, I bought six of them from Amazon the other day. Listen though, and who knew that we was using black ice wrong? Because you know we take the whole wrapper off that thing. Yeah. And they say you only supposed to bring it down a little bit. Yeah. Man, I put one on the windshield. Yeah. I put one in the back seat. I want my whole joint smell like that. Yeah. Man, black ice. That was in the Grand Marquis though. But once I got a little bit. You know, a little bit nicer. I had it on a little glad, the little glade joints that, that you press in on there. But but those are the things that, like, um, that's part of our summer, right? Cookouts, um, you know, washing your car, getting your first car. Because you, you, you worked that summer to get your first car. Right. Right. And you get your car, you wash your car, and then you got your people with you. And it was day trips. Yeah. See, whoo. Day trips. That's, that's where the playlist gets clutched because you got all the CDs and you got to break it down. Yeah. But the day trips brings me to a space, right? Summer vacation. Mm-hmm. Now, all of our parents, every, pretty much everybody that we deal with here, they go on a summer vacation. Yep. That wasn't prevalent in my life. Right. Like, that wasn't something that you just heard. Like, some, when you came back to school in September and you saw some of your um, more affluent friends that said they came back from time in Florida, time in, in Italy or whatever for a summer vacation, because they do that as a family every summer, it was like, oh, damn, I was just at the crib. I wanted to go visit grandma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those type of things. But if, if, if you was, if you were from, you know, black community and you weren't from an affluent family if you were from down south you went up north yeah if you were from up north you went down south mm-hmm. you know if you were lucky you might be able to get a trip out west yeah but that's it you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying you were, you went to go visit cousins and stuff like that and you hung out with them yeah you know what i'm saying what you do last time i went to detroit with my cousins yeah that, that's had a blast that's too what you did. that's what you did you know what i'm saying as i got older you know that's when i started taking trips and stuff on my own yeah you know what i'm saying and that's when the day trips started turning into weekends. That's when it started turning into week-long trips. Mm-hmm. That. But only when I was older. See, was like, my first time taking like real vacations was all basketball-related. Mm. I've probably been to, was it 50 states? Probably been in like 40, 42 of them or something like that. All because of basketball. Yep. Like going in and out of them. It wasn't for that, I wouldn't have gone. But what that did do to me, put the battery in my back. Yep. Because like, like how, how do you look at vacation now? Vacation is somewhere I go and I do nothing. Right. I mean, I'm, trust me, when I go somewhere, I'm always going to be active in terms of like something recreational or something educational. Um, I'm not going to just sit 
in my hotel room or sit mm -hmm. on the beach. I, that's not me. You're not working. I have some days where I don't do too much, but I'm always sightseeing and things mm -hmm. like that. You know, I'm trying to build something culturally, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what I see as vacation. Yeah, vacation vacation for me is definitely going to be a staple in our house. Like getting trips, especially because we're living here. Yeah. And so travel is going to have to be part of the education mm -hmm. because there's so much other parts of the world that we're going to have to understand because even more so than back at the crib, it's so diverse here. Because there's different parts of the world that interact that don't even get a chance to see on the West. And so I want to use that vacation stuff as a travel. But also also as an athlete, that's the off-season workout. Right. That's the summer grind. Like, you can break them down to what your summer looked like. Let's say, let's say summer, college summer. <clears throat> even though you had to be back at campus. But I mean... In my out of my five years in school, because I, you know, I transferred, so I had to sit out. I say I only went home maybe two times, right? In a short period of time, like we always had a summer job, you had summer classes, you had summer workouts, you had summer league. You know that that was your life. You know what I'm saying? There really was no, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna take a summer vacation, just go chill for a couple weeks. No, you had to work out. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That's just what you do. Yeah, that's this summertime grind right now. I even find myself still getting into that mode, right? Like, I got my whole summer workout plan already, <laughs> right? Like, I got I got little things that I'm gonna break down and try to accomplish over the summer, so I come back better next year. Everything come back better, but like, that's what that summer is. That summer is where whatever you couldn't get done in the gym or in practice, because coach said I ain't got time for that. You go into the summer. And you come back with it locked and loaded. Yep. Right? That's supposed to be, I remember every time I came back um, in college, coach was like, oh, you've been in the gym. Mm -hmm. Teammates are like, oh, you've been in the gym. Like, all my guys, like, we were in the gym, and it should be a noticeable difference. Like, for sure. Like, when coach and I come back from this summer, it's going to be a noticeable difference with us. And we're not even in the same grind on the same space where you guys are because you guys are chasing something when it comes to this basketball thing. So when that happens, make sure you're doing your due diligence. Play, play as much as you can, train as well, you but, know. But play with the right people. Oh, man. Play in the right space. Can't say that enough. Can't say that enough. And I'm starting to, as we get back into shape and get and start playing more. As you start to get back into yeah, shape. I'm yeah, yeah. Nah, we got video. Cut that out, <laughs> cut it out. But what I'm noticing and I'm starting to remember is that while like my moves and everything aren't as tight as I want them to be, I'm feeling more in shape and I'm getting a better rhythm because I'm playing. And that's gonna make training and doing those individual skill things much more efficient for me because now you just got your memory from, look, I remember how he played this here, what I struggled on on this side and how that move didn't work here. And now you apply that to the training instead of just going, I shoot here, I do this and do this, and then don't play at all during the day. Like, there's no real-life study that you get when you're not in the gym playing against somebody else and really seeing that, damn, when I play against somebody taller than me, it's hard for me to get my shot off on the left side. When I got to get forced this way, it's hard for me to do this and that. Like, that makes – that's different. You got to play yeah. more than you train. Yeah, so basically what he's saying, everybody, is that uh, cones don't block shots. <laughs> cones, uh, cones don't reach in. Mm -hmm. Cones don't body you up a little bit. Mm -hmm. you know None of that. gonna chase you off screens. Yep. You know, so you gotta play. Facts, facts. And um, man, 
I got the last thing we're going to get on today. Um, shout out to Aunt Lisa. She sent me something. Where my phone go? You got my phone? Oh, see, I thought I lost it. I'm losing my mind over here. She sent me something that was a clip. Um, and I think it's something that we can talk about that's going to be pretty solid here. Um, here we go. And it was a Facebook thing. You know you guys are all on Facebook, but it was an Instagram video. They are. My age group, I, I don't get on that much. And so it was about, um, it started off talking about questions that you ask yourself, right? And so here we go. One of the most impactful questions in my life. If and Tony Robbins says, you know, the quality of your questions determine the quality of your life. And so you have to ask bigger, richer, more expensive, more expansive questions of yourself, of the people around you, so that you can know what your next best move should be. And so the question that Christina asked Ruby is, who were you uninterrupted? And when I heard that question, I was just like, whoa. Like, I never heard that question before in my entire life. I've worked for some of the biggest companies in the world, Nintendo, Sony, the NBA. Like, I'd never heard that question before. But moreover, I literally could not answer that question when I heard it. So I just wrote it down. And I literally looked at that question for a full week. I'm like, who am I uninterrupted? If nothing stood in the way of me achieving my success, what would my life actually look like? If at every intersection of your life, the light isn't red, it's not yellow, it's only green, what would you build? And I think to answer that question, you also have to think through and reflect on, well, what interrupted you to begin with? And how do we carry that into pitch meetings and board meetings and conversations and team meetings, that interruption, I think that's a lot of where imposter syndrome, there's something or someone that said something to you that makes you doubt yourself every time you are ready to be audacious and step into new levels with your name on it. It's like, for me, that question has been such a powerful question. It's probably been one of the... She said, she said a lot. She said a lot right there. Yeah. Like, and she was flowing just like Kooji. <laughs> she was flowing just like Cool G. And I, I sit and look at that. And I, like, Alisa sent that to me. And she's like, that's something that I feel like fits where you are right now, specifically. Right. And then I look at what we do and how we're on this path. Um, man, where would we be? <laughs> right. Where would we be if we had stopped because there were interruptions? And where can we go if we don't? limit ourselves to anything there where where we would where would we be if we had stopped well yeah. we'd still be on the grind because we know that you know you have to be on the grind in terms of survival but we wouldn't be as uh, how can i say it um you wouldn't be as happy um because yeah. it's, you'd be doing something you didn't like to do right you know what i mean this is something this is a grind and it's difficult every day is a challenge it's very diff it's very tough a lot of people would have quit, but this is something that we're passionate about, mm -hmm. something that we care about, and um, we want to see it through, you know, and um, without any interruption. Yeah, I was about to say, what's, what for, is that? For sure, like, there's no doubt in my mind that we would be the number one academy in the Middle East. I'm yeah. not just saying in the Middle East. I'm, I'm just, without a doubt, it's no question, just because what we put into our craft every day, every night, I know that... I'm not going to say everybody, but I know that there are few putting in the work that we put in. Yeah. I mean, that's just bottom line. Fact. I've seen it. Uh, I've been, 
I'm, you know, I'm 50 years old, man. I've, I've seen a lot and I've been through a lot. I've worked under some really successful people in this game. Um, and I've seen how hard they work. And I've tried to mirror that. And I've seen other people get to certain spaces that might be um, higher than me, but they didn't work as hard. But that's a, you know that's a different story. Mm -hmm. I can't worry about I can't worry about their path. I can only worry about mine. But if we weren't you know if we didn't have any obstacles, it's no doubt we just take it over by storm. Right. No question. Now personally, where would you be without interruptions? <laughs> like 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 who would who would JK be without interruptions? Whatever that and, and let's let's make it post basketball career, mm -hmm. right? Because we know we all. We we you showed me this stuff like league right league if everything goes right but even then that's still that's still an injury away or whatever else that, type that. that's you know that's luck that's injury mm -hmm. that's doing the right thing yeah. listening to the right people having the right support um, you know and timing yeah and timing you know, is big you know and that's the same with your career I I think without any interruptions and me not being, how can I say it, so concerned about others some, so much. In, in turn, what I mean by that is in the moment. Yeah. Sometimes I get so concerned with others and what I do that I lose sight of what's down the road. Mm. And I kind of, sometimes I'll, you know, take myself off the, the straight path, you know, in terms of where I want to go because I'm worried about what's going on right now instead of saying, you know what? Maybe I need to push away from worrying about this person or this group of people right now. I can come back and get them. Mm. You know, so, you know, but I, I think if, if there weren't any issues, uh, any interruptions, so to speak, I really think that I would be what I wanted to be. And this is not an NBA coach. I wanted to be a college coach. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a leader of uh, men or young women. And I think, um, I would be great in the college setting, yeah. um, you know, in terms of setting people up for the rest of their lives and um, and getting them through the college grind, whatever, and doing the right thing. I think I would be, I think I'd be great at. It. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying D1, D2, D3, NAI. I'm just Period. saying on the college level, I think that, and I wanted to be, and I still have the aspirations of building a legacy of 15, 20 years at one place and. Mm -hmm. And seeing, you know, numerous people go on and graduate and, and do, you know, if you think about it for our community, a lot of the people graduating is the first. Mm -hmm. So I want to be a part of that, you know, because I'm the first of my family to get a yeah, degree. Me too. So, um, you know, I think I would be on a much higher level coaching. Yeah. That, um, and to say all that, even with interruptions, we still got a chance to do all of that that's been said, right? Yep. I think for me with the space that I'm in, the part that she mentions the most, is, that she mentioned that popped out to me the most, was the imposter syndrome. And then like getting into spaces and understanding that you are supposed to be there, your your dream, your idea is big enough. And I think I think if we're looking at it right now, because um, I was talking to Illy, I even mentioned to you before, it's like even coming to Dubai, I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to go. Like somebody tell me what it's gonna be like. There's people like, yo, I've never had the opportunity to do anything that you're about to do, right? And so then you look at it, so, so why is it me that's getting that opportunity, right? Why is it me that's falling into this space? And with the meetings I've been having lately or the, the audacity to ask for some of the things that I've been asking for. And I'm starting to be more confident in those things um, because we just, 
just a reminder that everybody is pretty much starting from the same physical level, right? We're all human. We're all like whoever Warren Buffett is or whoever you think, some of my Steve Harvey or whatever is. They literally got the same limbs as us. No superhero stuff, yep. you know? They bleed, they get sick, they do all those things, but it's something mentally that it makes them feel like whatever it is they want to do, they're going to do it and they can do it. And I think that's the, that's the space that I'm in right now that I feel like, okay. And listening to that just helped me lean into it a little bit harder. Cause you you know I'm I'm thinking of ways to try to knock some shit out the park, <laughs> trying to knock it out the park, and it just becomes so clear. And hearing that was refreshing because sometimes you can see something so clear, but nobody else can see it. Yep. Nobody else can see it, and they look at you like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> like, how does that even make sense? Like, where does that go?" But it's your vision for a reason. So, um, man, I don't know if we can end the pod even any better than that. <laughs> We gave you guys hoops. We gave you guys culture, music, everything, all in one, and a little motivation to end. So, um, you know, post-game wrap-up, I think that's our post-game wrap-up for today. I think we ended with that right there because that's a lot. That's heavy. And, again, I'll let us ride out with her listening, listening to her one more time. So anybody that wants to rethink or, or sit with it, you can take this, um, and hopefully you can get something from it too one of the most impactful questions in my life. If and Tony Robbins says, you know, the quality of your questions determine the quality of your life. And so you have to ask bigger, richer, more expensive, more expansive questions of yourself, of the people around you, so that you can know what your next best move should be. And so the question that Christina asked Ruby is, who were you uninterrupted? And when I heard that question, I was just like, whoa. Like, I never heard that question before in my entire life. I've worked for some of the biggest companies in the world, Nintendo, Sony, the NBA. Like, I'd never heard that question before. But moreover, I literally could not answer that question when I heard it. So I just wrote it down. And I literally looked at that question for a full week. I'm like, who am I uninterrupted? If nothing stood in the way of me achieving my success, what would my life actually look like? If at every intersection of your life, the light isn't red, it's not yellow, it's only green, what would you build? And I think to answer that question, you also have to think through and reflect on, well, what interrupted you to begin with? And how do we carry that into pitch meetings and board meetings and conversations and team meetings, that interruption, I think that's a lot of where imposter syndrome, there's something or someone that said something to you that makes you doubt yourself every time you are ready to be audacious and step into new levels with your name on it. It's like, for me, that question has been such a powerful question. It's probably been one of the most impactful questions. HBTG Nation, you know where to find us on socials, Hoop Mountain Dubai, Hoop Mountain DXB online, hoopmountain.ae. You guys know what it is. Keep it real, keep it simple, and keep going. Player and coach, the brother, the brother. They both got views that you need to discover. From sports, current events, to just life talk. Whether you on a fast break or a nice walk. Gotta tune in, you already know, G. This BTG Nation and you wanted the homies. Just tune in. You already know G, BTG Nation, the other ones in the nosebleeds.